Hola amigos, you're listening to English Made Simple. This is episode number 54, número 54. Welcome, welcome amigos. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. And you are listening to episode number 54. Whoa! This will be a tremendous episode. It will be a tremendous episode. A very good one. It will be a very good episode. Sounds familiar? <laughs> who talks like this? Do you know who talks like this? Oh yeah, Trump does. Mm -hmm. He repeats everything. So, I'm not going to talk about Trump. I just want to get straight into this episode. Hope your weekend is going well so far. Hope you are keeping out of mischief, keeping safe and keeping out of trouble. Awesome! Now, in this episode, we are going to learn the difference between remember and remind these two English words. We are also going to learn about stative verbs. Say what? Yeah, I know. Stative verbs. I know, I know, I know. More verbs and more things to learn. English is great like that. It's full of surprises. So this episode came about when one of my students asked me if there is a difference between remind and remember. Both of these words have something to do with your memory, but they are used differently. So my answer to my student in short uh, is yes, there is a difference between these two words. And now we are going to dive straight into this episode number 54. Yes, wow, I can't believe it, number 54. <laughs> uh, to remind and to remember both regular verbs. That's good news. Finally, something easy. So, reminded in the past tense and remembered in the past tense. So I've noticed even with my um, with my friends whose English is a second language, they would sometimes say things like, can you remember me to go to the shop? Uh, when they actually th mean to say, can you remind me to go to the shop? This is uh, because in Spanish, if you translate from Spanish to English, we would use one word in both situations, okay? When... In Spanish, the two words have the same meaning. For example, remind in Spanish is recordar. Me acuerdo, more common, or me recuerdo, more formal. Uh, to remember is also recordar, right? To remember and to remind is recordar. Now, I have a problem in Spanish. I confuse these two words in Spanish. So, you know, it's understandable. So how do we know the difference between these two words? Huh? Definition of remind according to Weon Inteligente or Cambridge Dictionaries Online. Definition is to cause someone to remember someone or something. Some of the synonyms of remind would be to help someone remember, to cause somebody to remember, to refresh someone's memory. To help someone to remember, to make someone aware, notify someone of something. Okay, wow, all these new 
new words are now popping up. Example of the word remind. Um, here's an example. I would have forgotten about my friend's party if my husband hadn't reminded me. Another example. My husband often reminds me to buy bread when I go grocery shopping, when I go to the shops, because I always forget to buy it. So I reply to my husband and say, thanks for reminding me. Thanks for telling me in advance so I wouldn't forget to buy it. Another example of remind, uh, when we are going on a picnic, remind me to pack some sunblock, please. The sun in Australia is quite strong. Remind me to pack things, okay, so I don't forget. Another definition of remind is to cause someone to think of something because of a resemblance. Let me explain. Here is an example. Some Metallica songs remind me of my crazy teenage years when I had fun with my friends. Right? Some Metallica songs remind me of my teenage years when I was young. That's when we can use remind. That's when we can use this word remind. It reminds you of something. Uh, one more example. Uh, Melbourne City reminds me of a city in Europe. It has a European feel. Melbourne City reminds me of a city in Europe. Basically, to remind means to bring to mind, to evoke memories, to make one think of someone. Hmm. Are you following me? I hope you are following me so far, okay? Remind and remember, okay? Now, let's move on to the second word, remember. Definition, according to Well Intelligente, Cambridge Dictionaries, to be able to bring back a piece of information into your mind or to keep a piece of information in your memory. Uh, okay, hopefully that makes sense. To keep a piece of information in your memory. I like that one. I like that uh, definition, actually. Another word you can use instead of remember that will make you sound really fluent and it will impress uh, some examiners if you're doing exams. Recall. So instead of saying, I don't remember something, you can say, I don't recall. Mm, that's a tip. Tip for you to sound fluent. Just replace Remember with recall. That's a new word for you. I don't recall where I put my keys. I don't remember where I put my keys. Cool. Now, some expressions to use instead of remember. Okay. We can replace this word remember with more interesting phrases, with more interesting expressions. And that will also make you sound super duper fluent. Here are the three expressions you can use instead of remember. Bear in mind, one expression. Keep in mind, second expression. And don't forget is another expression. Okay, these are very common. These are very common with native speakers. Bear in mind, keep in mind, and don't forget. Don't forget these three expressions. <laughs> Uh, some examples uh, using these expressions. Um, let me see. I have uh, some examples here. Number one, Alicia. Again, Alicia from Grand Hotel. Alicia, please bear in mind I'm here to help you, says Julio. 
but I'm only here for a few days, okay? Basically, take note of the fact that I'm only here for a few days, so use me while I'm here. Bear in mind, I'm only here for a couple of days. Second example, don't forget to do your homework. This is just a friendly reminder. Ooh, reminder, what's that? That's interesting. A reminder sounds like the word remind. A reminder is un recordatorio. Un recordatorio. A reminder. You can put a reminder in your calendar so you don't forget something. Don't forget to do your homework. This is just a friendly reminder. Basically, put a reminder in your calendar. Right? Number three example. Julio, thanks for the advice. I will keep it in mind. Means I will not forget it. I will try not to forget it. I will keep it in mind. I will keep that in mind. Cool. Now, it leads me to the next point. What is the opposite of remember? Do you know? What is the opposite of remember? It is to forget. <laughs> you should know this. To forget. And this is a um, irregular verb. To forget is an irregular verb. Past tense forgot and participle forgotten. Have you forgotten this already? <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Hope you're following me so far. Let's learn about something called stative verbs. Okay, let's do something really fun. Let's learn about the stative verbs. What the heck are stative verbs? <sighs> stative verbs describe a state, not an action. That's why they're called stative verbs. They describe a state, not an action. So these verbs shouldn't be in a continuous form, meaning they shouldn't have that ing form at the end, ing, you know, they shouldn't have that. I say they shouldn't have it because sometimes they can be in a continuous tense. They can have that ing sound, okay? <sighs> Don't you love English language? For every rule, there is an exception. Every rule has an exception, okay? That's what makes English language interesting. That's what makes English great. <laughs> okay, you guys are doing well. Don't worry, this will all make sense. Here are some examples of stative verbs. Number one, to be. Yeah, it's a stative verb, apparently. To understand, to remember, mm -hmm. to hate, to love, to agree. And there are more, more, of course, there are more verbs. But let me give you some examples so you can understand this a little bit better. Number one example. I like this song. I like this song. Simple example. We don't say, I am liking this song. If you're listening to a song on the radio, you don't say at that specific moment, I am liking this song. You say, I like this song. Example number two. I understand you. Do you understand me? So we don't say, I am understanding you right now. Are you understanding me is not correct. Do you understand me is correct. It just doesn't sound uh, natural to say, are you understanding me? It is always, do you understand me? Do you understand? 
That's why the verb understand is a stative verb. We can't put it in ing form. We can't say, are you understanding me? Example number three. I'm sorry, I don't understand. I am not understanding. We don't say I'm not understanding. Number four. Do you remember the time you spent in Chile in Santiago? Do you remember the time you spent in Chile? How was it? So we wouldn't say I am not remembering the time I spent in Chile. We can't say that. I am not remembering. We say I don't remember the time I spent in Chile. Or I remember the time I spent in Chile. Yes, I remember the time. Right? Cool. Example number five. Example from Alicia to Julio. I love you. Te quiero. I love you. Te amo. Okay? <laughs> to love is a stative verb. So we don't say I am loving you. Alicia doesn't say I am loving you, Julio. <laughs> Alicia says, I love you, Julio. Okay, love is a stative verb. That's what's called a stative verb. Great! So now that you understand a little bit about stative verbs, I'd like to add a twist to what I've just taught you here. There are exceptions to some of these stative verbs. There are exceptions. The exception applies to conversational English. While it's grammatically incorrect, sometimes it is acceptable in everyday English, especially when speakers want to emphasize the state someone's in, we can put these verbs into ing form, okay? When we want to emphasize the state that someone's in. It is often used in advertising, a very simple advertising. Take McDonald's, for example. Their slogan is, I am loving it. I am loving it. Apparently, McDonald's can do that, okay? <laughs> That's an exception. I'm loving it. McDonald's want you to say, I'm loving it, to say you're really, really, really enjoying their burgers, for example. That's the idea of this slogan. And I've noticed more and more native speakers are using this type of language. They are using stative verbs in ing form to emphasize something, to, to exaggerate a little bit. Right, awesome. This episode is coming to an end. Finally, guys, remember this. When to use the word remind and when to use remember, quite simply, you remind someone of something so that they will remember it. Awesome. Well done, guys. For your homework, I recommend you learn more about these stative verbs. This is now going into the advanced level of English. Once you start to understand these verbs, you will sound more natural and more fluent. You're almost there. And if you have enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Or I mean to say, please remember to share it with your friends. I will remind you after each episode to share this with your friends. Also, keep in mind that you can find transcriptions for every episode of English Made Simple on my website, 
www.ghostbusters.net. Go and check it out. Fue un placer. It's been a pleasure, amigos. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time. Hasta la próxima.